اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم آئی سیک ریفیوج وت اللہ فرام دا شیطان اسٹون ود دا نیم آف اللہ موسٹ گریشیس موسٹ مرسیفل بفور آئی گیو این انٹروڈکشن آن دا جبل نور دا ماؤنٹین آف لائٹ آئی وڈ لائک ٹو ٹیل یو ان دا قرآن دیر آر ماؤنٹینس ڈسکرائب بائی اللہ ڈفرینٹ ماؤنٹینس with their colors as well and the mountains you you have seen it in the world but i would like to tell you the, there are mountains in relation to the religion also mountains without religion and religion aspect of with a mountain first of all you will see a gigantic structure around the world this is the gigantic structure of the mountain You can say, see all the snow is on it. Like you will be saying different types of mountains. The next is, they are higher in altitude as Mount Everest, 8850. Mountains of different colors. You can see on the screen, red and brown. And this is also mountains found in a rainbow colors like Gansu, China. Now, mountains also hold sacred values in almost every religion. As if like uh, people think that God, Allah, is somewhere in the skies and the more you go up on a mountain, you can see God. That is the misconception all over the world. So that is why the religious, different religions have mountains as a religious value. And you will see. Now this mountain I am showing you, Mount Kailash in Tibet. This mountain is related to religion. You can see the mountain, but it has some religious value in Tibet. It is considered a sacred place in four religions, Mount Kailash and Forborn. This kind of people you can see on the screen believe something, some religious value of this mountain. Then Mount Kailash for Buddhism also. You can see this person sitting on a mountain, Buddhist, Buddhist person seeking some religious aspect from, I don't want to go in details what people go for on a mountain, but I know they have seeking God, Allah. And now Mount Kailash for Hinduism in India. You can see the portrait and that is in Hinduism also sacred value on a mountain. Then in Jainism, there's a religion by Jainism. mountain for Jainism and you can see the people in dress they're climbing that it is miles and miles up mountains then Mount Ararat in Turkey according to Christian Bible the book of Genesis Noah's Ark came to rest on at this mountain Ararat according to Christian Bible this mountain you see is is supposed to be On that mountain is the Noah's Ark. They believe like this, as a Christian point of view. Then there is a same, similar name to the mountain, Jebel Ettor. It is also empty Jerzim. Holds religious importance, even though it is only mentioned directly four times in the Bible, John 4, 20 to 
referred to as this mountain. Now this mountain, you see, this is the mountain Sinai in Egypt, considered an important sacred place for the Jews and Christians. Now I would like to define this mountain Sinai. In the Christian and Jewish world, Moses, peace be upon him, went on this somewhere in this area and spoke to Allah, spoke to God, which is referred as Mount Sinai. But if you ask them pointedly which mountain you're talking about, because there are many mountains in Sinai. Sinai is like, like for example, a city like Karachi, which has mountains. So in Mount Sinai, there's a city which have many mountains. So in the Christian world and the Jewish world, the, the belief is somewhere in this area, God spoke to Moses. That is the concept prevailing. This is the Mount Sinai. Sinai. That is what they're saying. But they can't particularize that this is the mountain. Many researchers say that Jabal al-Laws may also be the most convincing option for identifying the Mount Sinai of biblical tradition. Now this mountain you see, this is a research going on recently. Where is the Mount Sinai where Moses, Allah spoke to Moses? Where is that mount? So they are referring to this. This is mountain is found in the northern part of Saudi Arabia. This is not in Egypt. This, this mountain is to be found in north of Saudi Arabia, further Medina upwards. This is referred as Jabal al-Laws, and it is referred that the researchers by the biblical studies, by the biblical studies, they are researching and having opinions and discussions with the Muslim world as well, identifying that this is the Mount Sinai where Moses, God, spoke to him. Now, Bible and other religious books aside that I was showing, Allah has also described a specific mountain in the Quran. And we can identify that mountain by its description. By its, there are many mountains, that you can label that in the whole world, there are many mountains, huge mountains all over the world. You can, like Christians have identified by reading their Bible, still today, after two thousands of years, they are not yet pointedly, assuredly can say that this is the mount where Moses spoke to God. They are going into uh, finding, you know, different opinions. It is not yet settled. So, there is a mountain described in the Quran by which the, by, by looking at his characteristics, we can identify which mountain Allah is uh, describing in the Quran. Now, before I go directly into the ayahs, I would like to narrate my personal life story. As most of the people and who those who do not know me, my career started as a merchant navy cadet. I was working on a ship, Merchant Navy, which took me to many parts of the world. And I got down from three years service at sea. I got down on, on, on uh, I mean, I was signed off from the ship and I was in Karachi for, to appear in the second officer exams. So I was studying as well to pass my exams. So a time came that we, were family 
because my I'm an orphan basically at the age of 16 I was an orphan at that time we had very financial problems very uh, too much financial problems so my mother asked me to join the ship I was already already a merchant navy I was working on a ship but you can have holidays and appear for the exams and then you go back again to sea so my mother spoke to my uncle who later on became my father-in-law she asked him can you arrange because he was working on a on a, on a company to appoint captains and engineers and all crew members of the ship to put me on a ship because we are finding uh, money difficulties so my uncle hired me or spoke to some people in england and i was hired on a ship it was a british ship i mean sailing from europe and england many parts cities cities of ports in england and ports in europe and the contract was one year so now during that period ramadan came and on the ship captain was the british captain and the chief officer the second uh, command then captain is the chief officer who is a bengali and the crew members were also bengalis muslim and i was from pakistan so normally in the, in the international world the it is a law to give a holiday for people who have religious values so the british captain asked the chief officer and me and everybody that who are going to fast for ramadan so that he can give us some off in the leave the our hours will be cut into half so you will be surprised i was the only one man i said i will fast so he said because the majority are not fasting because the crew was bengali and the chief officer bengali so majority people are not fasting so i will not give you off in the fast i said i don't want it but i will be fasting meaning i will be arranging my food by myself because the timings are according to the ship management you have to be on the time so i was not able to so i used to go to the in the kitchen arrange my sari and at, at the same as iftari i don't know what you call in english my between sunrise and sunset i was arranging my food myself not bothering anybody so the crew members saw this and i was working full hours i was working full hours no short, uh, half 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 leave so then the bengalis saw me after one week the bengalis decided the crew member decided that we will also fast so there was a meeting by the captain so now they got half days off so they used to serve me uh, the sari and iftari though i was an offer if if, if it they would that is was the normal condition so now what happened i was on duty with my subordinate he was elderly man with a beard and he was religious but not too he was not also fasting but now he was fasting he told me uh, uh mama sheikh have you been to hajj in the last 
nights of Ramadan, I, I was reading Quran. So I said, no. He told me that I've been number of times. I have got the benefit of working on a ship and taking the passengers to the Hajj. So I've been, you know, I went there, whenever I went to Saudi Arabia, Mecca, in Jeddah, the port is in Jeddah. So I have performed many Hajj. And believe me, out of nowhere, he told me this. I said, don't, don't you want to go? I never thought about it. One of the lights, like 27th Ramadan, like this, I don't remember, one night, and night. I was reading the Quran and I asked God Almighty. I've been to many places in the world at that time. Many, many places. Beautiful places. I asked God Almighty, take me to Mecca. I want to perform Hajj. In one of these nights, and at the same time, my younger brother, who had already got married, and I was feeling, as an elder brother, I have not married because I was not financially uh, correct. So my brother was in the army, he got this, he was in the captain and he got married. And I had, maybe I had, I don't know if he had a kid or not, I don't remember. But at least he was married. I was not even married. And I, I, there was no woman around. <coughs> and because I was not stable. So I asked God Almighty to provide me a wife and this Hajj. Now this, anybody can ask God Almighty at any given time. And people forget when Allah gives them this chance what you ask. I never forgot and I'm re relating to you my life story. Now what happened, the contracts for one year. And out of blues, after five months and 15 days, my ship went to Piraeus in, in Greece. The port is Piraeus and Athens is the is capital. <clears throat> the airport is in the Athens. So a letter came from my mother. And she wrote me that we are in trouble. We don't have money. You have to complete the one-year contract. You don't have to come back. I was 26 years of age and a half something. So you have to be at the ship. Okay, no problem. But after a few days, our ship was in various. The owners came and gave the good news to them that we have sold off this ship to the Greeks. And these Greek people, will, they will serve on the ship now. And you, all of you, will go back to your cities or countries, wherever you come from. So this was a shock to me because I had this letter in my hand. So I went to the owner directly and told him, look at this matter. You can see this letter. I'm in desperate need of money. I have to work. That gentleman, maybe he was had feelings for this letter, when he wrote the letter, he asked the owners who bought the ship, can you uh, appoint Muhammad Sheikh on the, on the ship? So the, it is a 
famous thing who are in mercenary, the Greeks follow their own rules. So they don't follow the mainstream rules as the other countries of the world follow. So they say, no, we will not hire him. The same gentleman who took me to various offices one, one day, and he spoke to various ship owners to hire me somewhere, and he tried his level best, no. So I was bound to sign off from the ship, meaning I have to leave the ship. And I was in the hotel for one night, and the next day I had to take a plane back to Karachi. So in that room, there was a colleague of mine, he said, you, have, you pray, you read Quran, because they all know this letter. And what type of God is this? That you are in need and you are going back. I remember that night. I don't know how it, the words came from my, my, my mouth. I look at the sky and said, God, Almighty must have programmed something for me. It is not possible that he is oppressor. He is not an oppressor. We oppress our souls by the ourselves. There must be a reason. And if you meet me in Karachi, I will tell you why I have came to Karachi. And at that time, I had no knowledge of the Quran. Nothing. But I had this confidence that God, Allah, can never do injustice to me and my family. I came to Karachi in, night, in the night time. I met my mother. Though there were any problems, she was anywhere, she was happy. I didn't even mention that I'm coming. It was like a uh, surprise to my mother. So now, mother said, okay, no problem, we'll, Allah will help us and whatever. The next day, my father-in-law, visit, visit, he came to know that I have come. My father-in-law, remember, at that time he was my uncle, no, no relation, because I was not married even. I'm saying father-in-law will come to So he came, he used to appoint people on the ship, he appointed me on that ship. And he asked me what happened. I told him that we were uh, traveling from Europe and England and this and that. And, and finally the, the, the ship was bought by the Greeks and I have to go back and I came. I came on Saturday, I remember that night, and the Sunday morning, my uncle, he came to our, our house. So he looked at me and said, the nature was that he never, ever say anything until he's 100% sure. Never, ever. That was his nature. He asked me, would you like to join a passenger ship taking the Hajis to the Hajj. I looked at him directly and said to him, you try it, by God I'll get it. Don't be afraid, you'll get it. The owners were, he was not in company, another owner was, and my uncle had no good relations, but some relation. He was thinking I might ask him, I said, you talk to him, I will get this job. 
آئی بین براڈ فرام پیریس ٹو کراچی فار دس آن اے پیسنجر شپ دیر آر مینی ٹو تھری ون رینک دیر ٹو آفسرس لائک فار ایگزامپل آئی تھرڈ آفسر اور سیکنڈ آفسر سو دے ویری ٹو ٹو آفسرس تھری آفسرس بٹ اے نارمل شپ دیر از ون آفیسر بٹ آن دس دیر آر مینی آفیسرس سو ناؤ دس آفیسر مائی جاب ایز اے تھرڈ آفسر آئی واز اے ففتھ تھرڈ آفسر آن دا شپ اینڈ آئی واز سلیکٹیڈ جسٹ فار دا حج meaning i will go to take the hajis to the people there and we will drop the hajis and we'll come perform the hajj and we'll come bring the hajis back to pakistan so i was just work on the ship just to perform the duties whatever the duties were asked and we'll i'll perform that and i'll come back we'll come back to karachi i'll sign off from the ship that was the two months three months period the next when i heard my uncle saying this the next thing was a girl to get married so i told, i didn't say all this to my mother but i said to my mother i want to get married so my mother said how can somebody will give you a girl when there is no you are not stable financially anyway he, he she said do you have in mind some girl so i said no Uh, how to explain this there was another uncle so my uncle see me as a, like you know dejected form in my face so he said why don't you marry in the family so i said there are no girls in the family he said i have an option for you can you think about it now he said Why don't you marry my wife's name? He told me about my wife, first wife. My mother said, this is a good option, Mama Sheikh. You should think about it. At that time, I was almost reaching 27 years. And my wife was maybe in metric, I suppose. I don't remember metric, I suppose. So she was, you can see the difference. She was at least 11 years younger to me. And I never looked at her as if, like I should marry. So anyway, I was, I said, let me think. But my mother in the more, next morning said, I'm going. And I could not say no. She went and then she called my wife and asked her, what cousins in your mind you think is a very good looking man? And I was the best by coincidence. So she said, yes, Sheikhu Bhai. So you'll believe in 18 days, 18 days, I was engaged and on the 18th day when the, this uh, engagement ceremony took place, in the night I went to the ship and I sailed, took the Hajis. Now you can imagine that I was in the previous European waters sailing around Europe and out of blues I had to come back to Karachi. and joined the ship in 18 days, I got the girl and I was going for Hajj in 18 days. So this is how listen to prayers of people, they forgot. I never forgot. So now I will give you by dates, still we have to carry on with, with my story. So I will 
just give you on April 1979, I joined the British ship which was running between UK and, and Europe. On 12 September 1979, abruptly I was forced to return to Karachi. And 13 September, the next day, the uncle offered me the job. And on 30th September 1979, I got the job and got engaged and with uncle's daughter. And I sailed. And it, that was in the end of uh, September. So I performed Hajj at the age of 27. So at exactly 27 years, I was in Mecca performing Hajj. And on the fourth day of uh, Hajj, I climbed the mountain. You can see me climbing. This is my photograph, climbing that mountain. Now, this was my first visit on ghar hira This is known as Jabal-e-Nur or the mountain of light. Just I am showing you this, that the, my first visit was at the age of 27 with no knowledge of Quran, with no understanding why I am climbing. I know the story behind it, but what was the reason? And during when I was climbing, I s felt unusual. When I was climbing on the mountain, I will tell you later on. But I have never ever climbed a, a mountain. That was my first climb and it was quite steep, vertical. And people are afraid to climb that mountain mostly, men and women both. And I was also afraid but I forced myself to climb it. And, and there were no steps at that time. Now there are steps you can go in an easy way. At that time there was no steps. So I was there up. You can see this. And then I came back. Then on 11 January 1983, 1983, I got married. And on 15 December 1986, meaning after three years, I had, an I had a fight and an incident took place. 1986, somebody injured me, we had a fight, there was an incident, you all know. And you, you can see a video of it. So, I decided after that incident, this incident took place in 15 December 1986. 1983, I got married three after three, three years. This incident took place and 15 December 1996, I got this accident, incident. And 1st January 1987, I decided that I will read, ponder the Quran with full attention, with nobody's interpretation. I will learn from God, Allah Almighty. And I started reading this Quran. Now, 1st January 1987, I am reading the Quran. January, February, March, April, May. In May, I had... In three years, on this three years, I had two sons. And on the 19th May, a girl was born. Now, there is another interesting story I am telling you. So, during the Ramadan, this was the Ramadan time. And that these were, I was coming on the last ten nights. And I used to sit in Etekaf in the mosque every, every year. Ten nights, ten, ten days or ten nights. So, now... Before her birth, I applied to go to 
مکہ اینڈ دو عمرہ اتکاف ان مکہ سعودی عربیہ ڈسائڈ مائی سیلف سو مائی وائف واز ویری اپسیٹ شی سیڈ دس بیبی از گوئنگ ٹو گو آئی ایم گوئنگ ٹو گو دا برتھ اینڈ یو آر انٹرسٹیڈ ان گوئنگ ٹو میکا فار اتکاف اینڈ سلاح سو اینی وے آئی بیکاز آئی ایم دا سو واز دا ہسبینڈ آئی ہیڈ نو انڈرسٹینڈنگ ایٹ دیٹ ٹائم آئی سی سو واٹ وٹ ہیو ٹو ڈو ود دا برتھ یو سی سو یو لائک دیٹ آئی سیڈ اوکے I go to the Saudi embassy and they give me the pass, the, sorry, I talked to the counselor. He asked me and he said, okay, he put the stamp and he said, give me the pass so you can go. So I was, because now motivated reading the Quran, I want to take knowledge and guidance. So I asked the counselor, can you tell me somebody in the Saudi Arabia Mecca so I can bring some good books to read and guide myself? He said, give me your passport. He took the parcel and put the reject seal and said, go. And I said, he said, go, the, the Arabic style is, I don't know what they say. Yalla, yalla, get out, go. I was amazed. So I came back and when I came back, my baby was born, Mariam. So my wife said, look, you got rejected. <laughs> you wanted to go, look, you reject, you're rejected. I was happy because, I, I, because I, at that time I read five months Quran and it was very much good understand full time I was reading getting the essence of the Quran so I knew a girl born or a boy born okay boys are uh, adornment but at the same time I this first baby as a girl I said no problem so but my wife told me look God doesn't want you to you have to take care of the wife and the kid but believe me that night I will never forget I thought and thought and finally I couldn't sleep that night. I was happy about Maryam. But at the same time, I could not bear this. Okay, I'm rejected from Saudi Arabia going to Mecca. So I went again. And there was an interpreter between. The next day, who was speaking to me, I said to him, he has rejected this part, what is rejected? I'm a Muslim. And this is not, I'm not going there for a holiday. I'm going to perform Umrah and Atakaf. I want an explanation from the council. Why did he reject me? Give me the reason. Because I'm Muslim and you cannot stop me. So he went and there he spoke. He came. He put the visa. Go. In one day I got rejected. The next day I got it because of the baby, Maryam. So now I went to Saudi Arabia, Mecca, the second time. And the last month of Ramadan, 10 nights, I was in Mecca, so I was doing etikaf, where you people can't, it's not like normal mosques, you would see etikaf, they, they sit in a particular place. In Mecca, is Saudi Arabia, Haram, in Haram is not allowed. Yeah, you can sit anywhere, but you can't take one particular place, is my place. So I was sitting anywhere, looking around, reading the Quran, finding out what was going around. Last 10 nights. Then the Eid came. On the Eid came, and after the Eid, 3rd June 1986, I went to the Seven Mountain Jablan again. This is my second visit, Jablan Nur, in 1987, 1407 Hijri. Now, 2005, I, there was an accident with me, I was shot. These all teeth were broken. So in 2006, Hajj, I went for Hajj in 2006. And that, that, that is 2006, uh, 
in 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 I think December and January, end of December and January, both days came in 2006. So I performed the Hajj and I I went. I didn't went with my wife on the mountain, but I came for the. I went to the Hajj and I came back. Then in 2000, same year, I took my kids, young kids. They were adults, but they were young, 16, 14, like this. Now this photograph shows that I took my 2006 September. I took my two sons and two daughters at that time and went on this visit to the same mountain. Two daughters, two sons, and you can behind me is that mountain, uh, sorry, that place, Jabal Nur and Gharera. That, that, this, this is the, these are the timings. Now what happened? On 16 September in 2015, I took both my wife. I was not feeling well at that time. I did not give any lecture that year. So I was not feeling well, so my brothers asked me, would you like to go to Hajj or go somewhere out for just for a vacation? So I said, yes, I will go to Hajj. I would like to go. In the Ramadan, I was not feeling well. I planned out, so they took care of it, the, some financial help. So I went with my two wives in 2015, in September. Now, why I'm saying this, now the lecture is going to start, you're getting, uh, hearing all this story. The important thing is, why I'm directing, there's always a meaning to it. So, in 16 September 2005, I'm with my uh, wives in a hotel room. And I said, look, whenever I came to Mecca, I visited the place, the Jabal Noor. So, why not you also come along and we go up? So the, my wife said, what is the importance of Jabal Noor from the Quran? So I said, I really don't know. Whatever is heard in the history, I, you all know. That, but she, she asked me, especially both wives, what is the importance from the Quran? If the Quran says something, something about the mountain like that, so I will, we will go. And I was feeling sick also. I had a fever and I was feeling sick also. So, and you are not feeling well also. So it's better to, it's not good climbing that big mountain where Allah is not said also. Would you believe in the Quran? So I said, okay, we will not go. This discussion took place in the afternoon in Maghreb. I went to the Haram. Haram. I, I went when I were in the, we were in the Haram. And the Imam recited this ayat, this 95, 1, 2, and 3. It says in the Arabic, Suratin, And I'm not translating, I'm just reading you what it says, and by the figs and the olives, and by the Turisinin, the translators, they tra translate as Mount Sinai, and by this city of security. Now, I had read this number of times, I knew this verse a number of times, I've heard this. But when I was in the prayer and I heard the Imam saying all this, I was doing research already on the word mount and tool. Mount and tool is mentioned in the Quran, they don't trust it. They say Sinai, Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai, related to Moses. So when I heard this, Amazing thing is that you read so many times the Quran, 
and the ayahs, but you never get it. You see, in the Arabic, it says, Wateen was Zaytun, means by, it's Allah says, and by, by means like, like, like a swearing. A swear means uh, uh, by Allah. Wallah. You know, Allah ki qasam. And Allah says, by, by the figs and the olives, and by Turasinin, and by Hada, this city is Amin. Main secure city. City of security. So immediately, the Turasinin, which I had no meanings, I said, Turasinin must be in this place where I'm standing. Because Balad al Amin is Mecca or Haram. It must be there. So after the Maghrib prayer, I told my wife, both wives, and there are cross references in the Quran I had already marked at the age of 35 years, 34, 35. I marked the verses of Tur, and I marked already in the Quran where the Tur comes, the word, and where the mountain comes, and all I already marked. So I showed my wives in the Quran, look, I had this cross reference. What I'm trying to say is, this is my Quran, and this is an index in the Quran. And in the T, you go to in the T, and you see the tour, and you will see the references. And I, my wives have their own Qurans. I said, look, this from, you look from here to this tour, and this tour, and this tour. So they said, how can we, it says, okay, but how can you say that this is the same mountain? I had no explanation, believe me. Allah knows best. I said, I don't know. But please, I was feeling sick. I said, let us go up. Why not? So I went with my two wives. After this, you can show the photographs. Look, I'm going. This is, and you can see these blocks of, big, big blocks of uh, rocks. This is September 2, and time is also 8 a.m., 12.30. I'm sitting, now I'm sitting first here in the left is my first wife, and here is second wife. Then here, there, again, first and second wife both. And here I'm, behind me is the cave. And here we are also sitting on the top. Now, this is the top place. This is the topest place. Beyond that, there is nothing. Now, this narration I want to tell you why. Now we'll come to the topic. Now, what happened at that time? I had no understanding what is Tur because they don't translate. What is Sinin? They don't translate. In the, any translation, if you look in the Quran, there is no translation. Any Quran of the world, they write in English, Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai. So when I came back from there, and we, we and my wives all both they went up and came down. So I came back to Karachi, and I did the research. The day I landed in Karachi, I was doing continuously research. So I had this few understanding at that time. I shared my clothes once, now I'm sharing to the world. What happened? I will read the eyes and you will be inshallah understand. Now I'm starting with your booklet. So we all know from hearsay that there is a mountain related to Musa. You all know this. Because this is a Mount Sinai in the by the Bible, and they're looking, saying in in, 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 in that Mount Sinai is within the area of Sinai in Egypt, and they say in Arabia, Allah's that I told you before in the beginning of my lecture, they are saying that is a mountain, maybe somewhere Allah's. That is the Jabli of Musa. In Surah Al-Ayat 15 and 16, 
So now Allah says, Hal ataka hadith Musa. Did hadith event of Moses come to you? Allah is asking a rhetoric question, asking you, hadith of Musa reach you? Did it reach you or not? The next says, says Idnadahu Rabbuhu Bilvadil Mukaddasituwa. When his Lord called him within the holy valley of fold. Now the moment you read this ayah, and according to the all so-called so-called other people, they say this is referring to Jerusalem. Holy, Muqaddasi, Wadi, Tuwa. And I'm going to ask you people, what is the holiest place on earth? Speak loudly. Mecca. And in Mecca, which place? Haram. Where Kaaba is situated, the house of Allah. So, Wadil Muqaddasi, Tuwa, is inna Safa wal Marwata min Shailah. That is the Wadi. That is the valley. So Moses was in that valley, valley that Allah said, Bil Wadil Muqaddasi Tuwa. He was there. The location was there. He was not on the mountain. He was in the Wadi of Muqaddas. He says, when his Lord called him, when his Lord called him, Bil Wadil Muqaddasi Tuwa, within the valley. Now you will read in Surah Araf 7, Ayah 143. وَلَمَّا جَاءَ مُوسَ لِمِقَاتِنَا وَكَلَّمَهُ رَبُّهُ قَالَ رَبِّي أَرِنِي أَنظُرْ إِلَيْكَ قَالَ لَنْ تَرَانِي وَلَكِنِ انظُرْ إِلَى الْجَبَلِ فَإِنِ اسْتَقَرَّ مَكَانَهُ فَسَوْفَ تَرَانِي فَلَمَّا تَجَلَّى رَبُّهُ لِلْجَبَلِ جَعَلَهُ دَكًّا وَخَرَّ مُوسَ صَعِيقًا فَلَمَّا فَاقَ قَالَ سُبْحَانَكَ تُبْتُ إِلَيْكَ and when Musa, peace be upon him, arrived for our appointed time, Miqat. You know where Miqat is? You know where Miqat is? Okay. So Allah says, when Moses arrived for our appointed time and his Lord spoke to him, Moses said, he said, Oh my Lord, show me that I may look towards you. Musa salam said to Allah, I want to see you. Show me. Show me. I may look towards you. This sentence <laughs> to asking God Almighty, Allah, that I want to see you. I want to look at you. Is said by the his people in the Quran. Who? The people of Musa, peace be upon him. And I think everybody in the room would like to think sometime, I want to see Allah. Come on. Everybody wants to see. Because we are bound by physical aspect. Nobody has seen shaitan, but you believe in shaitan. No, no one has seen the messenger, but you believe in messenger. No one has seen Allah Almighty. But you believe? So now, look, I will see, I will read again. When Moses arrived for our appointed time, his Lord spoke to him. He said, and Moses said, Oh my Lord, show me that I may look towards you. Allah said, he said, you can never see me, but look towards the mountain. 
If it remains its place, then you can see me. Then his Lord make evident few light for the mountain and he made it crumble, broken into pieces. And Musa fell down, stunned. Then he excelled. He said, glory to you. And I returned towards you and I'm the first of the believers. Now, this is the only transit I'm just going to read, uh, explain to you what is going on. Musa Salam is asking Allah, I want to see you. Allah knows and everybody should know here in the room that you can never see Allah. Nobody ever can see Allah in this world. So Allah said, you can never see me. But he pointed towards the mountain. The whole world is the world. People are believing, I told you in the beginning, everybody is believing that you have to climb a mountain to speak to God. Every religion of the world. Even they say, Allah spoke to Moses on a mountain, Sinai. Here we see that when Allah says, Hala taqa hadith of Musa, and wabil wadil muqaddasi tuwa, his place is, did the event reach you when he was in wadi? Not on a mountain. He was standing in a wadi, in a valley. And he said, look at the mountain. He said to the Moses, peace be upon him, look at the mountain. If the mountain remains its place, then you can see me. So can you believe what happened to the mountain? When Allah threw light over it, or he made it evident, evident as it will be evident to all of you right now. One minute, you see, when you look at the mountain and Allah threw the light over the mountain and it made evident. So Moses was stunned. What he, what he saw, he was stunned. He fell down and stunned. And then after he excelled and he said, I'm from the first of the believer. What happened when he saw, I want the next photograph to be shown. What do you see on the, in the photograph? Everybody speak. Have you ever seen a mountain in the whole world like this? I challenge the whole world. There is not a mountain existing from the top with broken pieces. When, when I was climbing at the age of 27, I have never climbed a mountain. I could not understand what mountains are. And there was so fear in me that I might fall. Because one of the, uh, the uh, what do you say, a, a piece of a mountain, a rock, move, I will go, go down. It is all like this. Pieces, pieces, pieces. From the top it is coming down with pieces. And this is broken into pieces you can see. Moses saw he was stunned. And what do you think? You are not stunned? Are you not or not? That's what we are stunned. And what you are stunned? Because you have seen many mountains I was showing you. Mountains is a small, it's like a big, huge rock. That is the distribution of mountain. But this is a broken species of rocks supported, supporting each other from the big top. You can see and it is going like this. So this is Jabal Noor. It is the mountain of light. How? How can it be mountain of light? What is light? Light is a reflection. Allahu nuru samawati walard. Allah is the light, a reflection 
from the earth and the skies. Meaning you ponder upon anything in the world, you come to it, can be done, it, it just can only be done by Allah. You see the skies, you see the yourself, or you see any big mountain. But this is a unique mountain, and that is not where God spoke on the mountain, no. He was in the, in the valley of folds, in the Safa Marwa, and there from there, he said, look at the mountain. So you must understand how it became a mountain of light. Allah say he threw light on the mountain, it, become, it becomes a pieces, pieces all over, broken pieces, separate but joy, as like, like, it is like this. Now, that was happened with Musa Salaam. But how it is related also, you see, to us. In Surah Araf 7171, When we shook the mountain above them, above the people, we shook, Allah says, we, God Almighty saying, we shook the mountain. As it is, was a canopy, as if it is a canopy, overhanging projection and they, people assume that it is, is about to fall with them. Take with strength what we have given to you and remember what is in it. Maybe you take guard. Now Allah says we shook the mountain above us. When we shook the mountain, Allah is describing, people are seeing it as if it becomes a canopy. And a canopy, you can see this canopy now. Can you see the canopy? Canopy and it's like tilted towards left, as if it's going to fall. Look, it says, as if it is a, was a canopy overhanging projection. And they assumed that it was about to fall with them. And when I was climbing at the age of 27, I felt it, that I'm going to fall down. Because these rocks are all, if you go up, you'll be surprised. On the top you can see different rocks. You know, it's like, can you see it or not? Can you see? Does it look like it's going to fall down? So by the characteristics, we are describing this mountain. What Quran says about this mountain. You, I can see the faces, they are all stunned. Believe me, you people are stunned. It can never be possible. Aren't you or not? This is the truth or reality. The people are shocked. And they are stunned right now. I can see that on their faces. It may be difficult to believe, but it's the truth. I'm reading for the ayahs and character, I'm describing by these character traits. And look, it is talking here, Jabal. And if you go to the next ayah, you can see this is the Ghalera with the, with the look, look, the, the, look at the picture. You can see this. One minute, please back. Yeah. You can see this also. This is the Ghar or the, the, the Ghar Jab on the Jab that is a small place. Believe me, it's, it's not big, big this way. It is this small. And over there, all you can see this blocks of uh, rocks. You All there are blocks of rocks connected to each other. And amazingly, they are connected. You will go and look uh, yourself on a YouTube. You'll be surprised. And people are go climb and no rocks move. And it appears that it, will move, it can move. It always says it will fall down. 
Now, in, in this ayah, one minute, in this ayah, in the end, I am reading again, we shook the mountain above them. The mountain was shook as if it was a canopy, as it was a canopy. And they assumed that it is about to fall with them. They thought that it will fall. Now, Allah says here, that is very important. Take with strength what we have given to you and remember what is in it. Maybe you take guard. So now this portion of the verse, take hold, take fast. Whatever you receive it, take uh, with strength with what we have given to you. The knowledge of this you have come to know and remember what is in it and, and maybe you take guard. I hope you understand this, this portion. I am reading again. You take guard, hold fast on it. What are you receiving? Because this mountain is replaced by two, Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 63. This 63 number, I was 63 years of age when I came to know this ayat. Imagine, coincidence. Now here the translation, when we took the covenant from you, and we raised above you two stage, condition, take with strength what we have given to you and remember what is in it. Maybe you take guard. The last portion I am reading again. If you look the previous ayah and this ayah, you look the portion, all of you. I am reading from the previous ayah. Can you see the both portion? That ayah is talking about the mountain and this ayah is talking about Tur. So that means we are talking about Tur means a stage, a condition of a mountain. It, Allah said, if it remains in its place, then you can see me. So it was broken into pieces. So Allah says, this is a condition. What Tur means, a condition or a phase. In one of the ayat, Allah says, وَقَدْ خَلَقَكُمْ atwara." We have created you in stages, phases, in condition, different conditions. But I am explaining to you what is the plural of Tur. Tur's plural is Atwara. We, Allah says we have created you of in, uh, stages. So this is one stage, a condition uh, fixed this mountain with these rocks from years and years. Nothing happens to this mountain. The earth is moving and this uh, earthquake comes and everything, but it remains like this. So, because it is a condition, Tur means a condition or a phase or a stage. Tur meaning. So you can see the previous side refers to a mountain, but this eye refers to the condition of the mountain. The character taste of the mountain. The Tur is a, is a stage, a condition. A character trace broken to pieces in a canopy shape. I hope you understand English. Huh? You are still stunned. You are not coming out from stunness. You should be the first of the believer. Because you are hearing for the first time. And you can see that it is. You take with strength with what we have given you. And remember what is in it. Maybe you take guard. In both eyes. The mountain. And the condition of the mountain is described here. 
mountain and the conditional tour means the condition or a stage or a phase of the mountain look can you see the blocks of stones or rocks tour stage condition of a mountain can you see would you believe this is a mountain or blocks of rocks holding each other coming like down as a canopy i saw the clouds will fall down but it never falls down now what happened in surah al hashr 59 ayah 21 law anzalna hadha al qur'ana ala jabalin la araitahu khashi'an mutasaddi'an min khashyatillah wa tilka al-amthal nadribuha lin-nas la'allahum yatafakkarun and if we reveal the quran on a mountain you will definitely you will see it humble faulty rift burst open <laughs> from the fear of allah and those are the example we strike with it for the people so they may reflect now allah is saying if the quran was revealed on a mountain did moses got the book on a mountain come on i have said did moses got the book on a mountain was he on the mountain or was in the valley wadi al muqaddas se tua now the history says muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam got the quran on a mountain and we are seeing that mountain so allah says we have revealed if we have law anzalna هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشية متصدية من خشية الله. Definitely you will see it humble, faulty, rift burst open, not like like the mountain in blocks. It will burst, it will crack, and will become very weak. You understand? Like a bomb shell because of the fear of Allah. if the quran was revealed on a mountain it's very difficult to believe huh if we have revealed this al quran on a mountain definitely you will see it humble faulty rift burst open from the fear of allah and those are the examples we strike with it for the people so they may reflect yatafakkarun you must reflect Did you see the light tajalla on the mountain? Did you see the light? Huh? Now see look surah nur 2435. Allahu nuru samawati wal ard mathalu nurihi kamishkatin fiha misbah al misbahu fi zujajah az zujajatu ka annaha kawkab durriyun yuqadu min shajatin mubarakah zaitunatin la sharqiyatin ولا غربية يكاد زيتها يضيء ولو لم تمسس نار نور على نور يهدي الله لنوره من يشاء ويضرب الله الأمثال للناس والله بكل شيء عليم الله is the light or the reflection of the skies and the earth the example of his light reflection is like a niche in it is a lamp the lamp is in a the glass container the glass container is as if 
it were a pole planet. It is being lit from the blessed tree and olive, neither of the east, neither of the west. Its oil is about to lit and even the fire did not touch it. Light over light, Allah God guides to his light whom he wills. And Allah God strikes the examples for the people and Allah God is knowledgeable with all things. Now you must understand, Allah is giving him the example of not himself. Allah is the light reflection of the skies and the earth. Meaning when you look at the skies and the earth, did we make the skies and the earth? So that is a reflection of Allah. We can say Allah made it. When we see the skies, we can see that not human beings cannot make it. Earth, that human beings cannot, the planets and the stars and everything. So Allah says, Allah is the reflection. That means that you look, if you look at these things and ponder, you'll understand the reflection, Allah did it. Allah did it. So you are, in other words, if I show you an ayah and you understand the spirit, you say, Allah says. Don't you say? So when you see that this uh, uh, blocks of rocks, like in, a, in the shape, when you read that, that is the reflection of Allah. So Allah says, you can never see me physically, or I mean, he doesn't have a shape, I mean, you cannot see me. You can reflect on the ayat, you can reflect on the mountain, that mountain you saw, the description of the characteristics you saw, you believe in Allah. You say Allah did it. Tajallah on the mountain and it, it broke into pieces and then it shook the mountain above us and it made like it made like a canopy. So now do you have to understand how Allah is describing that what is reflection? The example of his light reflects is like a niche. In, in that niche is a lamp. You just visualize lamp. The lamp is is in a glass, like a lamp. You understand? Lamp. Container, glass container, as it were a pearl, pearly planet. Now you must understand what is a pearly planet like, like, like moon. Moon is also a pearly planet. Pearly means it is a reflection. It doesn't have its own light. It is reflected. The sun has got its own fire. But the moon or this pearly planet is a reflecting light. Meaning you can see that light. Uh, you can see that planet, it will be reflecting to your eyes. They are not by itself burning. So Allah says, like a pearly planet, it is, it is being lit from a blessed tree. Now this blessed tree of an olive, neither east or nor west, its oil is about to lit. Now Allah says, this uh, blessed tree is neither of the east and neither of the west. Where this tree can be found, which is not in the east and not in the west? Any, can anybody answer? What is, you said? Who said center of the earth? Center of the earth. Where is the center of the earth? You see the, the, the line that passes by GMT time, which is by, done by English people, they say that is the center of the world. Though they all, the whole world knows this, that the center line is passing through Mecca. So they built a big tower, clock tower, to tell the whole world, this is the center. 
whether you these navigators know about what I'm talking about, the center of the world is Mecca passing through Kaaba. So that olive oil is from neither from the east nor from the west. It is from that olive oil is grown on this is this mountain, Jabal Nur. The Quran says Jabal Tur. So it is neither from the east nor and its oil is about to lit, and even the fire did not touch it. And believe me, you will be surprised to know that the olive oil. It doesn't burn. It is lit like a torch. It doesn't burn itself. Olive oil. This is the characteristics of olive oil. And once it's lit, it lives for thousand years. You understand what I'm talking about? This olive oil, when it is lit, I mean, when it is, how do you lit? It lits, and you can see the light, and it will remain for thousand years. Even if it falls down, it won't. Uh, destroy the things; it will keep on lift, lit, litting. In the ancient time, it was used all over the world where there was no light. So it says, neither from the east or the west, and even the fire did not touch it. Now, light upon night, Allah Allah guides to His light whom He wills, and Allah God strikes the example for the people, and Allah God is is not knowledgeable with all things. This Tur mountain or the Jabal Nur. Is where, in the center of the world, and it has tree, olive tree, and it, it uh, provides this oil, which you can say Allah is using that terminology to understand God, reflection of Allah, and whom Allah guides. Physical, He describes the physical aspects of the light, reflection, like you see see the mountain with. Uh, stone blocks of uh, rocks. That is also a light. You can see this, and it is done by Allah. So anything is reflected, and you understand. You understand Allah. You understand Allah did it. Allah did it. Like the, you can see the child when given a birth. You see how it became the child. Allah did it. Allah did it. So that is the reflection. When you see the reflection, the skies and the earth. That is the reflection to understand. It is God doing. Allah is saying. Allah is doing. This is how you understand. So Allah Himself explained this. Now this is the ayah that I showed you in the beginning, but I didn't translate it. Now I'm translating. Surah Tin ninety five one two and three. Wa tini wa zaitun wa turi sinin wa hadal baladil amin. And by the figs and the olives, and by the tour stage condition, Sinin is a plural supported mountain rocks, and by the city of security. Now I will explain what is a Sinin. Sin Sin is a plural or singular. Sinin like Muslim Muslimin, Nabi Nabiin. Sin is singular. Sinin is plural. Sin means a support, and sinin means supports. So Allah says, by the two state condition of what? State condition of state condition of what? Mountain, which has which is a stage. Tourist scene which is a stage fixed with mountain rocks coming like down. You understand what I'm saying? 
Salah says, Tur is a stage, a condition of a mountain. And this is supported by each other. Mountain rocks are supporting each other. Sinin is that. Tur e Sinin means the stage or a condition of supported mountain rocks to each other. At that time when I was in Mecca, I did not know the meaning. But I believed Hadal Baladil Amin. This city is where everybody knows secure city is Makkah. And when I came back and I did research, the meanings and everything, it looked like the glove. So you can see the mountain of light. Next, next page. Look, Tur means stage. This is a stage. You see, you can say this is a stage or a condition of that mountain. Seen, seen is supportive mountain rocks. These rocks are supporting each other. You can see. Tur is a stage or a condition. Seen in supportive mountain rocks. They are supporting each other. Tur is seen in. And the mountain is Jablanur. The mountain of light. What is Tur is a stage. Condition of what? Of a mountain. Mention the Quran. I have showed you those two eyes. Remember, the, one is mountain, one is Tur. Allah raised above us and took a covenant. Hold fast to it. So I am repeating, Tur is a stage, a condition. Sinin is, is a proof of seen, which is supportive rocks. The supports are done by God Almighty. They are supporting each other to, to, to look like a canopy. And that is staged by Allah for all times to come. You can see and verify for yourself. Now, and that is in Baladil Amin. So, to confirm, we can see Surah Al-Baqarah 2, 126. Qala Ibrahim, Rabbij al-hada baladan amina warzuk ahlau min al-thamarad man amana minhum billah wal yawmil akhir qala wa man kafara faumatyuhu qalilan thumma attarruhu ila adab al-nar wa bi'sa al-masir and when Ibrahim said, Oh my Lord, make this city of security and provide sustenance to his family from the fruits. Whosoever believe from them in Allah and the last day, he said, Whosoever reject, then I will give him little commodity, then I will force him towards the punishment of fire and how bad is the destination. Now, in this ayah, Ibrahim is referring to a city of security. That was Amin. Amin. Here is Baladan Amina. Ibrahim is praying to Allah that make this city secure city. So that where Tur is, the identification of Tur, Sinin, that mountain is where? In the security of security. Proof again. So I am just reading this. Next verse. In Surah Ibrahim 1435. And when Ibrahim said, Oh my Lord, make this city of security and make me and my sons strangers that we serve idols. Now in this again another ayat is talking about secure city. Ibrahim is praying to Allah that make this city security. 
وان اللہ سے ہادا بلدن امین دیٹ دس سیکیورٹی و تور سینین و تین و زیتون و تور سینین و ہادا بلدل امین دیٹ آیا اینڈ آئی ایم ریپیٹنگ اگین دی ادر آیاز ابراہیم از آسکنگ اینڈ پرینگ ٹو اللہ دیکھ میک دس سٹی آف سیکیورٹی اینڈ میک اس دا سنس میک می اینڈ مائی سنس اسٹرینجرس آف آئیڈل ورشپنگ strangers to idol worship that is very important because people are what is idol worshiping is believing in something allah believing in allah and the idols is shirk and he never forgives that mushrik bin associated with allah you believe what allah says and you also believe what others say so here is very exclusively i am showing you ayas about that secure city I read two, three ayats. Now Allah is further telling us, Ibrahim alayhi salam saying, in a continuity, Rabbi inna hunna adlalna kathiram mina nas, faman tabi'ani fa'inna uminni, waman asani fa'inna ka ghafoor rahim. My Lord, they have indeed led astray the majority from the people, so whosoever follows me, and surely he is from me, and whosoever disobeys me, then surely you are indeed forgiving merciful now ibrahim alayhi salam is referring that in this city this that secure city that the the asnam or the idols have misled majority of the people so whosoever follows me ibrahim alayhi salam is of from me he is the father of religion millata abikum ibrahim we are his offsprings meaning we are the of children when we believe not in the idols we have to believe submit to the ayats we we will be otherwise he is not our father so he says he says here faman tabiani whoever obeys me or follows me fa innahu minni he is from me ibrahim al sami saying and waman asani and whoever disobeys me then surely allah you are indeed forgiving merciful that's you to up to you so allah, here ibrahim is saying follow me So we have to follow Ibrahim al-Islam. Further he says, about the same city, Surah Ibrahim 14 and Ayah 37, Rabbana inni askantu min dhuryati bivadin ghairi di zar'in inda baytikal muharram Rabbana liyuqimu salah faj'ala fidatam minan nas ta'wi ilayhim warzukhum minal thamarat la'allahum yashkurun O our Lord, surely I have settled from my offsprings within the valley which is without cultivation near your sacred house O our Lord so that they establish salah prayer so make the hearts of the people desirable towards them and give them sustenance from the fruits so they may be thankful again Ibrahim salam is saying that I am leaving behind my offsprings Rabbi inni askant I am settling my offsprings مِن ذُرِيَتِ بِوَادِ غَيْرِ ذَرَنِ دَبَيْتِكَلْ In a valley where nothing grows. In a valley without cultivation. Where is that valley? What is that valley? No. Safa Marwa. Not the whole Makkah. That is إِنَّ الصَّفَا وَالْمَرْوَةَ مِنْ شَعِرِ اللَّهِ That is the valley. Near the sacred house. And I mean it's identification of that valley. إِنَّ الصَّفَا وَالْمَرْوَةَ مِنْ شَعِرِ اللَّهِ فَمَنْ حَجَّ الْبَيْتَ عَوِيَ ومن تطوع خيرا فإن الله شاكر عليم 
تو دس بی وادن غیری محرم دس وادی از ان صفا و مروا اینڈ اٹ از نیئر دا ہاؤس نیئر دا ہاؤس آف اللہ کعبا اینڈ اٹ از ود ان دی حرم وین ایور حرم گروز اٹ ول بی آلویز ان حرم ریمبر دس دیٹ ویری ویل نتھنگ کین گرو ناٹ دا ہول میکا ابراہیم السلام سے ربنا ان اسکن تم ان دریتی بی وادین غیری دی زرین ان دا بائتکل محرم It is near your house, that, that valley. is near the house of Allah, Kaaba. Bil Wadil Muqaddasi Tuwa. Bil Wadil Muqaddasi, why it is uh, holy? Because of the Kaaba. You understand? That was, Musa Islam was there. Bil Wadil, Bil Wadil Muqaddasi Tuwa. The valley of fold. I, I read that. Holy valley of fold. And here is the same, Ibrahim is the same. Afterwards. So he will come to the same place. You understand what I'm saying? This is the same wadi. There it is mentioned holy bilwadil bilwadi bilwadil muqaddasi tuwa. That the, the holy valley of fold. That if you go there, there are mountains all over around. And this whole Mecca is in the valley. And within the valley, near the house, is this Safa Marwa Valley. where you do, where we perform sahih. So, I end this uh, uh, lecture of mine by reading An-Namal 27 and Ayah 91 to 93. Innama umirtu an'abuda rabba hadhil baldatil ladhi harramaha walahu kullu shayin wa umirtu an'akuna minal muslimin wa an'atluwa al-Qur'an fa manihtada fa innama yahtadi li nafsih ومن ضل فقل انما انا من المنذرين وقل الحمد لله سيريكم اياته فتعرفونها وما ربك بغافل عما تعملون surely i am being ordered that i serve the lord of this city who has made it sacred forbidden for and for him are all things and i am ordered that I be from those who are Muslim submitters. And that is to recite the Quran. Then whosoever take guidance, then surely he take guidance. And for his own soul, psyche, whosoever goes astray, then say, surely I am from the warners. And say, praise is for Allah. And who will soon show you his ayahs, signs, so that you, may be, you will recognize them. And your Lord is not unaware about what you do. Now in this ayat, Allah is asking every one of us, not me only everybody, say, that say, I am being ordered that I serve the Lord of this city. Balad al-Ameen, Makkah, Haram, is the city of the Lord, Allah. Say, I am being ordered that I serve the Lord of this city who has made it forbidden sacred for the non-Muslims. And for him are all things. And I am being ordered that I be from those who are Muslims. And that is to recite the Quran. Then whosoever take guidance, then surely he take guidance from his own self-psyche. And whosoever goes astray, then surely I am from the warners. And say praises for Allah that who will soon show you his ayah signs so that you will recognize them. 
when you listen to the ISA, you recognize. When you read it yourself, you don't recognize anything. Now you can recognize for yourself. You will recognize your Lord is not unaware what you are doing. When you read the ayahs and you listen to the talks of the ayahs, you can recognize everything when I am reading. In this situation, Allah says, Lord of this city, which city has the same city, secure city, which Allah has made secure for all times and secure this Mount Tur, Mountain Tur or Jabal Nur, light. It was from ancient time that name of that mountain is given Nur, the light, the mountain of light broken into pieces, made a stage for a mankind to see that how Allah shows his tajalla on a mountain and how you can believe this is where it is this secure city and Allah is asking us everybody to, to teach to recite the Quran that whosoever take guidance then surely he takes the guidance for his own soul psyche and whosoever goes astray then say I am not surely I am from the warners and say praise for Allah Alhamdulillah Sayyurikum ayatihi, you will soon see the ayas. Fatarifunaha, you will recognize them. Mama Rabbuka bi ghaflam ma'amalun, and your Lord is not unaware what you do. So I end this talk of mine that you have recognized. I don't know you have been recognized or not. Have you recognized the ayas? Yes. You have seen them yourself? So Jabla Nur is the mountain of light. And it is set by stage. Tool means a stage or a condition of that broken rocks. Sinin are the supportive rocks supporting each other. And it is coming like this, like a canopy. And it appears that it will fall. But it never do so. It is all written in the Quran. So you see that mountain is mountain of light. And there is the Ghar. And it is facing Kaaba. You, you, that small place, if you go and pray there, if you go, uh, I, I, I don't know who has got, been there. You have been there recently. Any other? You? You, you have seen that place. No? You, have you tried to pray? So it is facing Kaaba. So the Qibla was not never changed. It is facing Kaaba. Amazing. Can you amaze that you climb up a, a rocky multitudes of rocks and finally you got on the top and then you have to go down. And then you see a small, little small place, believe me, seven feet high and maybe not more than four or five feet. And that's finished. And the rocks are connected. You will be surprised, believe me. And you see this small hole. And you see from there, I was when I went, not now maybe, because the buildings are made, I can see carbon from there. It is all, almost three miles. But it's on the top, you can see haram and there were no building. You can see and you can stand, only one man can stand and pray, only one man in that place. So I am here, if anyone has questions, I will take up the questions by concluding that this mountain of light is described in the Quran as characteristics and it is not that you have to uh, go and do some worship there it is just simply identifying that if you want to see Allah 
Allah has given an example in the ayahs by Musa Islam asked that I want to see you. So Allah said, look at that mountain. And when, you, when he saw, he was amazed, stunned. That you can never, mountains, we, we, we know mountains is a few huge rocks, rock, one rock. Not like, like this broken into pieces. When Allah put the tajalla. And you can see that. They are supportive mountains, or sorry, rocks supporting each other is a serene. And Tur is a stage or a condition of Jable to Jable Noor. And Tur is a stage, is a condition, the condition of that mountain. And serene are supportive. This. So I end here. Thank you. Yes, please. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam. Um, I saw a movie named Ten Commitments. In which, uh, in which Moses was from Egypt. Does the Quran confirm this? Yes. Sir, so question is that Musa Salaam, Quran mentions Egypt in the Quran. You'll be surprised to know that in the whole book Quran, Misr in Arabic, Misr, Egypt is mentioned. Medina is mentioned. Makkah is mentioned. Madian is mentioned. Midain is mentioned. Allah has mentioned there are many cities, Ummul Qura, mother of cities, Mecca. But the names are only these. Now her question is that that Quran mentions Musa as the Bible mentions in the Egypt in Arabic is Misr. So I will read few ayahs related to confirming that Musa Salam was in the Egypt. Az Zukhruk 43 and Ayah 51. وَنَادَى فِرْعَوْنُ فِي قَوْمِهِ قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ أَلَيْسَ لِي مُلْكُ مِصْرِ وَهَذِ الْأَنْهَارُ تَجْرِ مِنْ تَحْتِ أَفَلَا تُبْسِرُونَ And the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh, called in his people, he said, O oh my people, is it not the kingdom of Egypt, Misr, for me and the stream that run underneath me, so don't you have sight? This Pharaoh is mentioned with Misr. We have to find out Musa Salaam. In Surah Qasas 28, Ayah 4, Inna And the Firaun, the Pharaoh become high, mighty, and dignified in the earth and he made his people into groups, sects from, from them he slaughters their sons and he shames keep alive the women he was from the ones the corrupting or the ones who are corrupt now in this ayah we came to you know the pharaoh the pharaoh was in the Egypt first of all and then he was become very strong and mighty and he was killing the sons, psychological and physical killing. His main motive was to kill young blood, young boys, and keep alive the women. So now, this was the situation in Egypt and Misr, and how Allah saved Musa Salam. You see, beauty is Al-Qasas 28 and Ayah 7. Wa an ardi'ihi faida khifti alayhi fa alqihi fil yammi 
ولا تخافي ولا تعزني ان رادوه اليك وجعلوه من المرسلين and we inspired to musa musa's mother we inspired to mother of musa that feed him so if you feared on him throw him in the sea and you do not fear and you do not grieve we will return him to you and will make him from the messengers that the birth of musa was given and her mother was feared because he was slaughtering the sons children boys young boys so she, she was feared of the boy the child she, he was in, so young musa sam was she was feeding so allah says to her inspired her to throw the child in the river or the sea portion of the sea or whatever the yamin arabic and do not be grieved and do not be fearful we will bring back to you so in alqasas 28 and ayat faltaqatahu alu fir'aun liyakuna lahum aduwan wa hazana inna fir'aun wa haman wa junudahuma kanu khatiin so the follower of the pharaoh found and pick him up musa salam so that he be from them an enemy and sadness grief pharaoh they are picking they don't know that this musa salam will be bring sadness to to pharaoh and his people surely pharaoh and haman both of their forces were those who commit mistakes now this ayat i am reading simply to to identify the follow the pharaoh pick up the child how the child musa salam was in pharaoh's house so the follow the pharaoh pick up the child and maybe they took him to pharaoh to slaughter now in surah 28 and ayah 9 wa qalat imra'atu fir'aun qurratu aynin li wa lak la taqtuluhu asa an yanfa'na aw nattakhidahu walada wa hum la yashurun and the wife of the pharaoh wife of the pharaoh said the child is coolness of eyes for me and for you perhaps he might be beneficial for us we take him as a son and they were not conscious what is going to happen so now what we i am trying to establish how musa salam was taken by the forces of the followers of the pharaoh in egypt and in this aya the wife of the pharaoh they did not have a child this mighty pharaoh everything allah did not give him a child allah has plans so this child musa salam was taken as a son by pharaoh and pharaoh's wife pharaoh's wife was more towards the liking of this musa salam she said to the pharaoh we will take him as a son in other words don't kill him but they were not conscious they were not going to what was allah's plan so they took him as a son but in the movie uh, it was not the pharaoh who took him as son some other thing in the quran pharaoh took him up pharaoh and his wife adopted musa alaihi in the movie they don't show that so we are confirmed that pharaoh was in the egypt misr and they, they took up the son was also in the egypt so this musa was so to say brought up by pharaoh and his wife in egypt that was the question okay. assalamu alaikum walaikum assalam from these ay- ayahs we are confirmed that musa alaihi was in egypt egypt 
So is there any reference or clarification in Quran? The journey of Moses, peace being upon him from Egypt to Saudi Arabia, city of security. Okay. Amin. I, the question may be not clear, if it's clear, the gentleman is asking that the journey from Egypt to so-called present Saudi Arabia coming to Mecca because people think that he was in Jerusalem. In the historical evidence, the, from Egypt he went to Palestine, which named so-called Palestine or in the, where Jerusalem is. But we are going to see from the Quranic ayat that what was the journey, how the journey Allah showed that he came to so-called Saudi Arabia or he went to Jerusalem. That is maybe. So we'll see what the Quran says. I'm reading Surah 28 and Ayah 14. وَلَمَّا بَلَغَ شُدَّهُ وَاسْتَوَى آتَيْنَاهُ حُكْمًا وَعِلْمًا وَكَذَلِكَ نَزِلْ مُعْسِنِينَ And when Musa, peace be upon him, attained maturity and he was even balanced, we gave him government and knowledge and likewise we reward those who do good. Now the maximum strength of Moses or maximum strength of human beings is between 20 to 30. That is the maximum strength of one person can achieve in life is between 20 to 30. Less than 20, you are a teenager and after 20, until 30, you get, can be maximum. After 30, you become start uh, weakening, weakening yourself. Maximum is 30 years. So now Allah says when Musa attained maturity and was even, but that is the maximum strength between 20 to 30, whatever the age, so Allah gave him government and knowledge. So in Kahf 18 and Ayah 60, وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِفَتَاهُ لَا أَبْرَحُ حَتَّى أَبْلُغَ مَجْمَعَ الْبَحْرَيْنِ أَوْ أَمْضِيَ حُقُبَ And when Musa said to his youth servant, I will not leave, depart until I will reach the meeting place of both oceans or seas. So now, in this ayah, Musa Salam is young, between 20 to 30, he's, he's got a friend, young, young, young friend, maybe his uh, servant or taking care of, he says, Musa Salam to his, only to him, that I will keep on walking in my language, I'm saying, until I reach a place, the meeting place, where two oceans are meeting, uh, two oceans are meet to a meeting place. So can you show this map? Can you see Egypt, all of you? Now, can you see Egypt and Saudi Arabia? And if you see, there is a Red Sea also written down. Can you see? And on the top, you will see Mediterranean Sea. There is a joint. You see the Red Sea is going up through Swiss Canal, where Mediterranean Sea is the Red Sea and that is Egypt. Can you see it? So now Allah is saying that Musa Salam is somewhere in the Egypt walking and he says, I want to end, reach a meeting place where the one ocean and the other two oceans are meeting. Can, this is total Saudi Arabia. Can you see this is Saudi Arabia? Which is now known as Saudi, it is Arab world. Now this is, is Egypt. This is Egypt. Okay? Okay. Now, this you see Red Sea. This is Indian Ocean. It passed like this and Red Sea. And here it joins and passes to this is Mediterranean Sea. Mediterranean Sea. 
these are the Red Sea and, and this Mediterranean Sea are joined through Swiss Canal. Now, this Red Sea is known if you go below is Indian Ocean and the above is North Atlantic if you go this side is North Atlantic Ocean. So, uh, Indian Ocean and North Atlantic Ocean meets by the Red Sea because this is Egypt and this is Arab world by the Red Sea and Mediterranean Sea they join somewhere here and there is a in the, in the map you can't see but there is a thin line joining here which is known as Swiss Canal. So you see in the Egypt from the Egypt he is trying to reach a place where he can take a boat or whatever comes to Saudi Arabia. Now at present Saudi Arabia. What happens here? But when they reach the top where the, the, the sea, Red Sea and the Mediterranean Sea are joined, a place, meeting place, which you can say Swiss Canal at this moment in the world. But the, now it is called Saudi Arabia. So he has to come from Egypt to Saudi Arabia to, to go to Mecca, so to say. So when he reached there, he says, Kala dalika ma kunna nabi far tadda ala atharihima qasasa. He said that is what we were seeking after. So they returned on their marks relating. Meaning they went on the top somewhere here where Red Sea and Mediterranean Sea are joined here. So they, here Musa Salam realized he has to come back again, back downwards, downwards. They have to come back again because they were looking for somebody that Allah says he will come forward. So they, they know the meeting place, we have to reach the meeting place, then they have to come back down. So they, they, that is what we were seeking after. So they returned on their marks, tracks, marks. When they were going, they were making marks, footsteps. They went there, then they realized they have to come back. So they came again downwards. Surah 18 and Ayah 65. And they found our servant both of them, Musa Salam and his servant found another servant of Allah, slave of our servant Allah says, we gave him mercy from our nearness and we taught him from us our knowledge. So that person they were looking toward the history, they say Khizr al -Islam. So it, that is what I am talking about. So these both gentlemen, Musa Salam and his servant, came backwards, downwards to meet Khizr. They were looking for, I am saying Khizr, uh, that is not mentioned in the Quran, but that human being, whoever he was, was a servant of Allah and Allah gave him Atainahu Rahmah Min Indina from us, Allah said from Allah, He gave him this person Rahmah, so He taught Moses. Because Moses is between 20, 30. That was his, so this gentleman, whoever he is, this person taught Musa Salam and these three occasions he did. Three things he did, I don't want to go that into that. Then he gave the interpretation of those three things. One was he, first of all he sat in the boat, he crossed, he, he, he sat with him. The ayah says he, he, sat, he was in the boat, Musa Salam and this gentleman, this person. And then they, they crossed the, from, from Egypt to so-called Saudi Arabia now, across.
because they sat in the boat in the ship. So uh, after the the incidents that took place, three incidents, and he gave the three interpretation of that incidents. You know that uh, narration. He says in Surah Al-Kahf 18, "Kala hada firaku baini wa bainik saunabiyu ka bitawil malam tas tatiya alaihi sabra." He said, "This is the separation between me and you. I will inform you." the interpretation of what you were not able to have patience on it. This gentleman says to Musa Salam, those three incidences that took place, I am not discussing that, then the time case of departure after the interpretations. He said, now we are leaving. You go on your way and this gentleman says, I will go on my own way, this person. One interpretation I am just reciting to make a point here. Surah Kaif 1882 ayat. وَأَمَّ فَكَانَ لِغُلَامَيْنِ يَتِمَيْنِ فِي الْمَدِينَةِ وَكَانَ تَحْتَهُ كَنْزٌ لَهُمَا وَكَانَ أَبُوهُمَا صَالِحًا فَأَرَادَ رَبُّكَ أَنْ يَبْلُغَ أَشُدَّهُمَا وَيَسْتَخْرِجَ كَنْزَهُمَا رَحْمَةً مِنْ رَبِّكَ وَمَا فَعَلْتُهُ عَنْ أَمْرِي ذَلِكَ تَأْوِيلُ مَا لَمْ تَسْتِعُ عَلَيْهِ الصَّبْرَ and as for the, now one interpretation, I am reading it. He, he gave the three interpretation of the three incidents. I am giving you the last interpretation was about that wall. He says, and as for the, he, that, that, that person is interpreting for Musa Islam. As for the wall, so it was belonging to boys who were two orphans, who were orphans in Medina. So it was treasured for both of them. And their father was correct, righteous person. So your Lord willed that they both reach their maturity strength and they both take out the treasure, mercy from your Lord. And I did not do it from my order interpretation of what you were not able to have patience on it. The, there were two orphans in Medina. I was just making a point in Medina. Yatimaini fil Medina. They transfer the city. Medina is called city, I understand. But in Arabic here he's saying in Medina. So that means Musa Islam traveled the journey from Egypt. He raised, came to Medina. And here he says that the wall you built, underneath the wall was the treasure for those two orphans. So he, the wall was, uh, was not properly, so they built a wall on over the treasure. So the young boys, well, they grow up, they can take that treasure. But it was done in Medina. So that means Musa Islam came from Egypt and reached now by the boat. He crossed the Red Sea and came to Arab world in Medina. Now what happened? In Surah Al-Qasas 28.15, وَدَّخَلَ Madina. When he entered Medina, عَلَى حِينِ غَفْلَةٍ مِنْ أَهْلِهَا فَوَجَدَ فِيهَا رَجُلَيْنِ يَقْتَتِلَانِ هَذَا مِنْ شِيَعْتِهِ وَهَذَا مِنْ عَدُوِّهِ فَاسْتَغَاثَهُ الَّذِي مِنْ شِيَعْتِهِ عَلَى الَّذِي مِنْ عَدُوِّهِ فَوَكَزَهُ مُوسَى فَقَضَ عَلَيْهِ قَالَ هَذَا مِنْ عَمَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّهُ عَدُوٌ مُضِلٌ مُبِينٌ And when Musa entered Medina, entered Medina, when 
at a time when his people were inattentive. Now Allah is saying that in Musa Islam entered Medina at a time when the people were inattentive. In other words, they were sleeping. Then he found two men fighting. One was from his sect and the other from his enemy. So the one from his sect seek his, his aid over the one from his enemy. The Musa struck him with a fist over him. He said this is from the work of the shaitan. So he's a clear enemy and one who misleads. So what I'm trying to convey is that he was in Medina when he entered the Medina at a time when everybody was asleep. So those two, two people were fighting, one from his sect and the other was from the other. So the other person asked help. So Musa Salam struck him and he died. Can anyone tell me those two per person who was asking the help was who and the one who was hit by Musa Salam was who? Did I tell you? Yes. Two people were fighting. One was from Musa's uh, sect and the other was the enemy from the other sect. And one called for his aid. Who called for his aid? Sorry? The from, from his sect, who was that? Who is that person? Huh? Who was the Musa sect person? Who said this? Yes, he's right. The Egyptian recognized him because he was the son of Pharaoh. So he asked for help. The other person was the Arab. You understand what I'm saying? Because nobody knows, because he's coming from Egypt. Remember this, he's coming from Egypt to, to this Arab world. So the, the, the one who recognized him, who asked for help was from Egyptian. Why? Because he was the son of the so-called label. He was adopted by the Pharaoh and he was famous. So he asked for help. So Musa struck the person who was an Arab. You understand what I'm saying? Between 20, 30 age. So that was I'm trying to say. He was Egyptian and Egyptian was asked for help. So he struck the other fellow and that was the Arab, not Egyptian. You have to understand this. So now on the, the other morning, in the night it happened, the next day, Surah Al-Qasas 28, 18, And his morning was in Medina, afraid. Musa was the night, the other day, on the next day, in the morning, he, he was afraid, Musa Salam, because he has killed somebody. He asked for forgiveness, that is a separate thing. But the point we are trying, I'm trying to reach, read continuous Medina. And his morning was in Medina, afraid, frightened, observing, guarding. So then who seek victory aid from him? At the yesterday, he cries out, scream for his help. Moses said to him that you are a misguided and a clear evidence. Again, he started shouting, the same person, the Egyptian, to create more problems. So Musa said, you are a quarrelsome person. 
So now in Surah Al-Qasas 28-20, وَجَاءَ الرَّجُلٌ مِنْ أَقْسَ الْمَدِينَةِ يَسْعَى قَالَ يَا مُوسَى إِنَّ الْمَلَعَى يَأْتَعْمِلُونَ بِكْ لِيَقْتُلُوكَ فَخْرُجْ إِنِّي لَكَ مِنَ الْنَاسِحِينَ A man came from the Aqsa al-Madina. A man came from the Aqsa al-Madina. Where did he came from? Aqsa al-Madina. Walking quickly, hastening, running fast and said to Moses, surely the chiefs are ordering to each other about you to kill you. So get out that I am for you from the advisor, counselor. So that Aksal Madi, from Aksal Madina man came and told Moses that the, the chiefs, the pharaoh chiefs, where the chiefs are, are talking about you that you have killed a man. So you will be put, so they, they want to kill you. So you leave Madina. So my question again, where is Aksal Madina? Huh? Masjid Aksa. He came from Masjid Aksa. So people know this all the time. Masjid Al-Aqsa is Aqsa Al-Madina. You understand? Aqsa is famous for Masjid Al-Aqsa. And Aqsa means the most remotest place in time. The remote, remote, you understand? Remotest ancient mosque. So, this is how the journey of Musa Salam Coming from where? Egypt, crossing the Red Sea, coming into, coming into Arab world and then finally in Medina and this gentleman is saying you, you leave this Medina also. So what Musa Salam does, Al-Qasas 28-23, you must understand I am reading again because it is a fact today. They say Madhyane Saleh and recently the Arab world is saying that we have to release. I mean, when you go to Hajj and Umrah, you will go to Madian, they will allow people to go visit Madian. Before it was not allowed. They said in the news, I, I was by, by coincidence in the Facebook, I saw that they, are, they said people who will visit for Hajj and Umrah, after Hajj and Umrah, people go and see different places in Makkah and Madina also, they say. Now they are also opening this Madian, where Musa Salam came. Finally, Walamma Warada Ma'a Madian Wajada Alehi Umma Minanasi Yaskun Wajada Minduni Himum Raataini Tadudan Kalama Khadbukuma Kalatala Naski Hatta Yusdir Ria Wabuna Shaykun Kabir. And when he arrived to the watering drinking place of Madian, he found at a nation from the people who were watering drinking. And apart from them, he found out two women keeping off. He said, what is your matter concern? They say, we do not water drink until the shepherds drive off proceed and our father is an old man. Now he came to, when, when he asked me that, that, that Aksal Madina person said, you leave. So he left, not Madina, but he left that place where the fight was. So he came to a place within the Madina is Madian. Still today you can go and verify in Madian and the, in the Quran it's also mentioned Ahle Madian. Finally the journey was from Egypt and he came to Madian. Is that alright? 
Medina and then Madian. Finally, he was in Madian. Madian. So that's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Is there any evidence in Quran that how and why Musa came to Makkah? Okay. The question is, he's asking a proof or evidence that Madina he came. Now you want that he should Madina how and why he came to Makkah? That's the question. Okay. Then Surah Al Qasas 28, Ayat 24. Fasakalahumah after watering those two sisters, he watered, gave drink to both of them. Then he turned away towards the shade. Then he said, my Lord, surely I am needy. From whatever betterment you reveal to me, I will take it. I am in a needy person. Whatever betterment, good you give me, I will take it. So he was asking Allah that he is fakir. Fakir means poor, needy. So I would like... Whatever Allah revealed to me, I will take it. Betterment. So now these two girls, I'm narrating why he came to Mecca. Surah Qasas 2825. Then one of them came to him. She walks over shyness. She says, surely my father invites you and he will reward you a wage of what you watered, gave drink for us. So when he came to him, he related, narrated over him the relationship narration. He said, you do not fear. You have been saved from the people who are oppressors. Now after watering those two sisters, he was sitting in a shade and asking from Allah, to, to give him something better. So one of those two sisters, one of the two sisters, one sister came to Musa Salam and said, my father wants to give you a reward because you help us in water, you watered us. So my father is asking to come over and take this reward. So Musa Salam came to, his, to the father of the girl, one of the girl. And he narrated himself that where I was in Egypt, so to say, and then from there I came here, there was fought, fight was going, I hit every narration he told. So that gentleman is a religious person, a very religious man, and of course a Muslim, of course. So he said, you have been, you, you do not fear, you have been saved from the people who are oppressors. You have been saved. Meaning he recognized that this is a good man, in spite of the fact he has killed somebody. He said, you are a good man, no matter, you have been saved from those people. After father listening to this narration of Musa Islam, remember the girl said, he will give you wage or reward for the watering. So Al-Qasas 28, 26, that one of the girls said, one of the girls said, Oh my father, seek reward from him. Surely you seek reward who is strong and the trustworthy. Now after he narrated this narration to his father, that one of the girls said, 
you seek reward from him to Musa Islam what is she said that he will reward you to Musa Islam said come my father will give you reward after he narrated the narration what happened the daughter said you father seek reward from him surely you seek you, you seek reward from who is strong he is Qawi and I mean trustworthy you following what I am saying when the daughter said come over my father will give you reward when he, Musa Sam narrated the narration what happened and why he is here so she said to the father you take reward from him you take reward from him seek reward from him because he is strong and trustworthy look what's going on so now the father realizes i should seek reward in surah qasas 28 27 qala inni uridu an unki haka ihdab latayya hataini ala an tajurani thamaniya hijaj fa in atmamta ashara fa min indik wama uridu ان اشق عليك ستجدوني ان شاء الله من الصالحين he said surely i intend to marry from one of my of these two daughters with you on that you will give me a reward for eight hajj eight hajj and if you complete tenth then it is on you and i do not intend to make hardship on you if allah wills soon you will find me from those who correct themselves so now the father said i will reward you that you can marry one of the daughters meaning i can't force you to marry this one or this one whom musa sam like one of the daughters and i will i want the reward from you now of 8 hajj and if you complete 10 that is and uh, that is for you that is an option given to musa if you i want eight but if you complete 10 hajj that is on you and i don't want to put you on diffi- in difficulty a hardship so now you understand why he g- g- is going to mecca for hajj and hajj for for who for the old man that is known as hajj badal in exchange that the, this is being practiced in the world till today hajj badal where did they got the idea to to exchange you cannot i i if i have to i have to offer salah i cannot offer salah of somebody can i can i fast for somebody no i have to fast i have to establish salah i do not i mean every individual has to perform himself or herself for all the things except for hajj you can see the practice going on in the world and that musa salam did it for in return for this uh, ajar to this old man eight hajj he wanted you go for eight hajj for me give me the reward or if you complete 10 it's, it's on you i want for eight now this is why he came to mecca the question why he came how he came to mecca so now we have to find out did he do eight hajj or 10 10 but you know the for, for why he came to mecca For because of the Hajj he came we know this now we have to find out did he went for 8 or 
because he said if you do it then it will be good for me otherwise i don't want to put you into hardships surah araf 7142 wa wa'adna musa 30 layla wa atmamnaha bi 10 fatamma miqatu rabbihi 40 layla wa qala musa li akhi harunakhlufni fi qaumi wa aslih wala tattabi' sabil almusridin and we took a promise with musa of 30 nights and we completed with 10 then completed the place of time of his lord 40 nights and musa said for his brother harun you be a khalifa succeed in my people and correct and you do not follow the way of those of those who are corrupt now musa salam allah says we took a promise from musa salam moses of 14 30 and 10 nights now we have to find out what are those 30 and 10 nights the promise was taken by allah took a promise from musa salam for 30 nights and 10 nights what are those 40 nights you understand what i'm saying 40 nights so for 30 nights i i i will explain you know this al baqara 2185 sharu ramadan ladhi unzila fil quran hudal lin nas wa bayyinatin min al huda wal furqan faman shayda minkum ashara falyasumu wa man kana maridan aw ala safarin faidatu min ayamin ukhar yuridullahu bikum al yusr wa la yuridu bikum al usr walitukmilu al iddah walitukabbiru allaha ala ma hadakum wa la'allakum tashkurun ramadan is the month in which the quran was sent down as a guidance for mankind and the clarification from the guidance and from the criterion and so from whosoever witnessed that month then he should fast in it and who is sick or a journey then he count in other days allah intends easiness with you and he does not intend difficulty with you so you complete the counting and seek allah's greatness on that he gave you guidance so that you may be thankful so 30 nights can be understood by the in the month of ramadan we fast and this is the forbidden or the muhtaram or the sacred month ramadan you understand ramadan is a, there are quran says there are four sacred months you know this there are four sacred months so one month first this month it starts from ramadan in this month we fast for how many 29 or 30 but i am taking the 30 nights is this 30 nights for these 30 nights and we have to find the 10 nights more so in surah al baqarah 12196 ayat it says wa atimul hajja wal umrata lillah fa in ursirtum famas taysara min al hadi wala tahliqu rusakum hatta yablu al hadi mahilla faman kana minkum maridan aw bi adamin bi rasi fa fidyatun min siyam aw sadaqatin aw nusuk fa idha amantum faman tamata bil umrati lil hajj famas taysara min al hadi faman lam yajid fa siyamu thalathati ayamin fil hajj wa sab'atin idha raja'tum tilka asharatun kamilah dhalika liman lam yakun ahluhu hadiril masjidil haram wattaqullaha wa alamu anna allaha shadidul liqab and complete hajj and umrah visiting for allah if you are being restricted so seek what is easy from the gift mean from the hadiya of the cattle and you do not shave your heads until the gift has reached its place of slaughter so whoever is sick from you or with him there is a hurt 
from his head, then you ransom, redeem from fasting, or charity or reclusion, solitude. Then when you are secure, so who enjoyed Umrah visiting towards Hajj, pilgrimage, so seek what is easy from the gift from the cattle. Then whosoever does not find then fasting for three days in Hajj, pilgrimage, and seven when you return, that is the complete ten. That is to whom his family is not present in the sacred mosque and take guard of Allah and know that surely Allah is strong, severe in pursuit. Now in this whole ayat, I am just emphasizing the point that if you go to Hajj and you are not able to get the hadiyah, you are not able to give hadiyah or, or you are not able to slaughter the animal, the cattle. So I will just explain this three years. You see, if you go to Hajj, all of us, this order is there. If you are not able to sacrifice, give sacrifice, hadiyah to Allah by sacrificing a cattle, maybe a goat or, or anything, or a camel or the cattle, all the, well, any, any of the cattle, uh, gao, camel, goats, any, uh, you have to. Now, suppose you are not able to, then you have to fast there in, in, the, in, in the days of the uh, Hajj. You have to fast there, three, three fast in, 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 in Hajj. And seven, you when you return back to where you have come from. So that becomes ten. Three there and seven back when you are back into your hometown, wherever you come from. Okay, you understand this? Now that becomes ten. These are the ten nights of, of the fast. So Musa Islam, Allah says we took a, co uh, a promise from Moses to 30 nights and 10. That means whenever he came for Hajj, he did not sacrifice the, the, the cattle. He fasted 3 nights, three, 3 days. Okay? And when he came back, he fasted again 7 days in, his, in Madian. He came from Madian, don't forget that. He is coming from Madian. Coming to Mecca, first Hajj, second Hajj, third Hajj. So I believe he did 10. He didn't do 8. He did, did 10. And I am trying to solve the query. That the month of Ramadan, 30 days, 30 nights. Okay? And for Hajj, 3 nights there and 7 back. 10. So this become 40 nights. The question is solved. You understand what I am saying? That this is a clear cut, 40 nights are, if I also go to Hajj, or you also go to Hajj, if you do not find a, any cattle to slaughter, then you have to fast three days there, and seven back to whenever you come home. So that, that will be added 10 nights for you, 30 nights for the Ramadan, and 10 nights for that. So I believe Musa Salam uh, did this, Ten. Now the figure 10 I have to reach. Did he 8 did or 10? Okay. Now first of all the month of Ramadan has whatever days we, I will take 30, 30 for, uh, for solution. The month of Ramadan is 30, 30. Shawwal is 30, 60. It may be 29 but I am just trying to explain. 30 of month of Ramadan, then Shawwal 30 and Zikas 30. How many? 90. And after Hajj came, after, uh, the last month is 10 days. So, 3 months and 10 days is the motam or the forbidden months. Ramadan, Ramadan, 
شواز زی قازلج فور منتھس آر سیکرڈ اور فوربڈن یو انڈرسٹینڈ دس نا دس از تھرٹی دس از تھرٹی دس از تھرٹی مینس نائنٹی اینڈ ٹین بیکمس ہنڈریڈ نا اف یو اف وی اپلائی تھری فاسٹ ڈیورنگ حج اینڈ ون سیون کمنگ بیک دیٹ ول بیکم ٹین تھری دیر اینڈ سیون بیک سو فار ٹین ایئرس لک ایٹ دا کو انسیڈنس آئی ایم آسکنگ لک ایٹ دا کو انسیڈنس فار ٹین ایئرس واٹ ہی ڈیڈ ہی ڈیڈ تھری ٹین ایئرس ہاؤ مینی ڈیز تھری انٹو ٹین تھرٹی اینڈ سیون وی ہی کیم بیک سیونٹی اینڈ سیونٹی تھرٹی از ہاؤ مینی ہنڈریڈ دیٹ از تھری منتھس اینڈ ٹین ڈیز فار ویڈن منتھس Did you get it or I repeat again? Repeat again? Repeat again. Okay, I repeat. Look, how many months are forbidden? Four months. And in four months, three months and ten days is the Mautram. You understand? It's, it's like every three months and ten days, we have to do Ramadan and Shavazi and Zilhij. After ten, the days are, month is forbidden or sacred, but after ten is finished. So this becomes three months and ten days. Now I am trying to explain, if he did eight years, this number would not arrive. Three months and ten days are the forbidden months. So if he did ten, the three months or ten days will come. You understand what I am saying? Do you understand everybody or I should repeat once more? Huh? You didn't get it. No, tell me, I'll repeat, no problem. Ramadan, Shawwal, Zikat, and Zilij. Four months total, but actually is three months and ten days. So, if we see this, it's a coincidence, I'm telling again, it's a coincidence, that when we take ten, ten, his term as ten, so we see that three fasts he does in Mecca and seven in Madian. So 10 times if he will do Hajj, that will become 30. And 7 here, 7 into 10 will become 70. And 7 30 becomes 100. That they, these are 30 months and 10 days. Okay? But now because you are in merchant or Navy, I will explain to you one more thing. What happened? The problem came with me is one day. One day. So I looked in the, you can also search in the uh, in, in, in internet, that if you go back into times, like today is how many? 2016. You look at 2015 or you look 2014, so you will never come with 70. After the month of Ramadan is, is maybe 29, the, the other month is 30, then the other month is 29, and the other month is maybe 30. So I have to get three months, clear 30, 30, 30. Then I can get the figures, 90 and 10 days, 100. So I have to have her every month 30, the other month 30, and the other month 30, which is not possible, apparently. So I did a research. So they say the movement of the moon and the movement of the earth, this I am talking about scientific. So they say if you want to make a calendar, You can have 
three minimum, maybe four, 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 but if you want, I, I'll put it one less, four months continuous, 30, 30, 30, 30. That's a fact, scientifically. Other months you can, 29, 30, 29, 30, 29, 30, all right. So I found out that if I want to make a calendar, so I have to look at the scientific fact which says in which time factor you can do three months consecutive 30, 30, 30, 10. You say after Ramadan, we say two months and 10 days, will, Bakrid will come. Two months and 10 days, two months and 10 days. So now the calendar, if you want to make a calendar, make on to 30, 30, 30. But we always say by mouth, three, two months after Ramadan, we say two months and 10 days. So I looked up into, into, uh, from this year and backwards, it is almost 69. It is now coming 70. But we always say two months and 10 days. In the mind, we have got 70. So, you understand? So this is also, that is why I am saying it can be, a, we went 10, 10 comes the complete figure. So any other person would like to clarify any point? Yes, please. How we come to know that Musa didn't sacrifice a cattle? Because he was fakir. And Allah appointed, asked Allah, Allah said, we want 30 plus 10. You say, he, he said, 30, he took, Allah took a promise for Musa, peace be upon him, 30 nice and 10. So definitely these 10 I calculate by 3, 7, then it comes 40. Otherwise you can't bring 30. You can't bring 40 nights. For what? So they say, the, the, the scholars, people in the world say that before, the fasting was 40, 40, 40 nights. Fasting was for 40 nights. The Quran is saying it 30, definitely 29, 30. Ramadan is clear. It's not saying 40, 40. It's saying 30. Allah is also saying 30 and adding 10. So Allah took a promise from him is 30 and 10. And I calculate from the Hajj timings, 10, it comes 3 months and 10 days, 2 months and 10 days. From Ramadan, it comes 3 months and 10 days, 10, 10 nights. So the promise, he made a promise with the gentleman, he will, he said, you do 8 or 10. I believe he did 10 because it exactly fits with 3 months and 10 days. And the calculation was done by 3 fasting and 7 fasting. So Allah took a promise, that means he was fasting every year. 40. That is how we come to know that he, Allah said, I took a promise from Moses for 30 and completed with 10. So Musa Islam, we come to know 3, if you multiply 3 and 10, that means every year Hajj, he, he fasted. He, that, he, he may have got a goat, maybe I don't know, but he said, I am fakir. You give me better man. So he, he Allah, especially for Musa Islam, he said this and that is a practice today also. If you are not able to get that hadiya there, you have to fast. And I know some uh, people who fasted three there and ten, seven here. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes, please. Jazakallah khairan, Sheikh Sam. Yeah. Uh, my question is, uh, what is the importance of Ghare Hira, present, which is present in Jabal Noor, in the light of Quran? And uh, there are so many related stories according to this. So, are these all uh, fake or what? I, you, you listen, I told you the whole lecture, what is the importance of Jabal Noor? No, no, I am asking about Ghare Hira. So, it, it is it, it, that Jabal Noor, the mount of light, mountain of light has that small Jabal facing Kaaba. So, people go and pray. 
Only people go and pray there. Yeah, everybody. And nothing else. No, everybody. Because there are so many fake stories. I will explain to you. To no, I will explain to you. If you go to uh, uh, Saudi Makkah and you reach there, the, where this, uh, where the people are starting and walking up the mountain, there are signboards which says you don't have to go up, and people are saying loudly, it's not a religious duty to climb the mountain. We are telling you. But it is written there in English, in Urdu and Arabic. It's not a part of Hajj to go up. But you see, you will be surprised. People are, every people, nationality I've seen climbing the mountain, <laughs> going up, and they pray there and they come back. In the early in the morning. And there are lots of people, lots of people. So what I'm saying is, uh, what you are saying about the history, if Allah says, if the Quran was revealed on a mountain, it would have burst out. So that's the ayat I already told you. But identification, which I today identified, may be identified back in times as well. In all in all times. It never changed. Allah does, Allah's sunnah does not change. So that identification can be in the past, present and the future. But you can't say that, that the Quran was revealed on a mountain. Thank you. Okay. <coughs> Sheikh Sir, yes, one please. more question. Can you explain scenario? Allah told us about the revealed of Quran on mountain is faulty. Allah. In which scenario? What? Surah Al Hajj 59 and 21. Allah says, if Allah had would reveal this Quran on a mountain, it would blast out. What Allah is saying that but means the Quran was mean? not revealed on a mountain because I told you in the beginning all the religious groups are going on the mountain to meet God or get some guidance from on a mountain. Yes. So in other words, Allah is saying that the Quran is the word of God. You you don't have to climb a mountain to understand the words of God. So he says, if the Quran means the Allah's words was revealed on the mountain, it would have blasted out or defect or faulty. You understand? Hmm. So. So, so, so what I'm trying to convey is that Allah mentioned this, that people are going on different mountains to find God. Even the Christian Bible says that Moses went and spoke to God on the mountain. I showed you he was in the Wadil Muqaddasi Tuwa. He was in the valley of fold. So he, the, the mountains was broken into pieces. You can see mm. this and we verified. Yes. That is the Jabal Nur. That is the mountain of light. So in all time it was identified this is Jabal Nur for people who can see but there are people can make stories whatever he, uh, you just trying to say that ke, uh, he convey uh, that no need to climb on the mountain Allah is present no no you can go and identify yourself I went and identify every time what I am trying to say I didn't say you don't go up there. I say you must you must I, I say how will you see the I showed you on the video how can you personally be a witness or going on a mountain and find out how the mountain is. It's no, like into pieces. I'm, I'm telling this uh, that people believe uh, that Allah is Almighty present on uphill. Uh, so in this ayat it is clearly mentioned that there is no need to go uh, on mountain when you want to meet with Allah. To, uh, to meet God Almighty, to seek God's guidance, you don't have to climb a mountain. Yes. That is clear. But Allah here says that if you're looking for guidance from God, so, say if you are going to climb a mountain to find God, 
he says that if the Quran, the word of God, was revealed on a mountain, it should be, it will become faulty, it will become, you know, burst out. Okay. Yes, please. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh Sahib. I just got in my mind that uh, Allah talked to Moses, peace be upon him. Yes. And in history, uh, uh, it's uh, written that uh, Surah Alaq was revealed to Muhammad, peace be upon him. And uh, here, uh, Moses went <coughs> with 70 people for Mikatina and we got confirmed from you about Hajj also, about Moses. So, and uh, right now we have uh, uh, saw that uh, that ayat written over there also, as I have went over there also in 74, I've gone there also in Gharahira. You climbed Yeah, of course. So did you notice this? Yeah, of course I noticed this. Did you? Yeah. No, I didn't notice all these things. No, did you notice it's broken to pieces all over? Yeah, of course. It uh, was connected there. and supporting no, each other. I didn't uh, really observe like this before. Because if, if, if you would have gone to any other mountain, I don't know, you, mm -hmm. like Murray, other mountains, they're all solid. Mm -hmm. They're not like pieces from, from top to bottom. As I was not in touch with Quran like this. No, I'm not talking about Quran, I'm talking about the observation. Yeah. When I was at the age of 27, I observed this. I, I was surprised. I, was I thought every mountain is like this. Uh, it was unusual to me. Uh, the history was in the back of the mind in the that Makkah. Muhammad went there and he found these five ayahs and it, it was like this and we went over there. It was uh, I, the I, all, I also know all this. 14, it was what is your question? <laughs> My question is, it, it seems like that uh, uh, Allah gave these ayahs to, Mo, isn't it, uh, to Musa, um, he talked to him. These four, uh, five ayahs, Iqra uh, Bismir. Uh, Does the book say that? No, I'm asking. What? Just no. now, I, I feel like that. That's so why, why I'm asking why, you. No, why are you asking such a, a question, which Allah doesn't say that. When Allah communicated to Moses, huh. is mentioned number of times how? Huh. Number of ones. Hmm. I just gave you one reference. There are at least four or five times, maybe more also, that Allah is speaking to Moses. What they say, there's a rod, throw the rod, everything is communicated. He says, take off your shoes and go there, offer salah. With the name? Moses, yes. Uh -huh. So why are we bring Iqra Bismi Rabbi and push it to? No, no. When it is not, it is talking to you Iqra Bismi Rabbi Kaladi Khalakal Insana Min Alat. Iqra wa Rabbu Kalakram. Read your Lord is most bountiful. Alladi Allama Bil Kalam Allama Insana Malam. In two ayahs, two times insan is there. So he's talking to insan, man, human, mankind. And when he was talking to Musa, he's informing us that this is what happened with Musa Salam, how he communicated with Musa. Yeah, he's mentioned he, the Quran a number of times. To Moses directly, no? Allah. So what I'm saying is mentioned in Iqra is for you mankind. Iqra bismi rabbi kaladi. Khalak khalak al insana milak. So this is an order to you, reader. Okay. Two times insan is mentioned this ayat. Okay. Khalak al insana milak. Min alak. Min alak and insana malam yala. Two times here. Read, read two times and two times insan. Not Moses, not okay. so to say Muhammad. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay.